Hello and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy that you are here with me today to talk about the things we had to break out of in order to break into the success, achievements, fulfillment that we want for ourselves, whether that's in business or tech or education or ideas and innovation in general. So today I am so excited to introduce the first ever guest on the Breaking Into Business podcast. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Ron Nussbaum. Ron is a dynamic results-oriented leader. He is a conductor of change that never accepts the status quo. After serving in the Marine Corps, he went on to add over a decade of experience in the construction industry. Ron has cemented himself as a visionary and a leader in construction, working in many facets from field, sales, leadership, and management. He is the founder and CEO of NutNest. Ron uses his knowledge and experiences to help others grow and change the overall mindset around construction, pushing the industry into the 21st century and removing the old stigmas and limiting beliefs around construction. Ron, thank you so much for being here with us today. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and thank you for having me. It is truly an honor. Oh my gosh, I'm honored that you will come and help this little podcast grow and share your time with us today. So tell me, first of all, a little bit, I know we learned a little bit about your background and your bio, um, but tell us just a little bit more about your background and what led you to construction. Let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm just a kid from Akron, Ohio, uh, born and raised there. And then I went off into the Marine Corps and I spent almost four years there, one deployment to Iraq. And I, I met my awesome wife while I was serving in the Marine Corps. And that moved me to Michigan. I had never thought I would be going back to Ohio, let alone anywhere farther north. I always thought I'd go south. Uh, but her family was there. So we ended up there. And that's where I spent about 12 years. That's where I got into construction. I was looking for what does that transition look like? Uh, I, had, I had zero construction experience when I got in the Marine Corps. I grew up working on cars and that aspect of things. And this ad kept coming up on Craigslist for a foreman and, foreman and training. And I, I went to apply, I went to apply. And then finally, one day I was like, I'm a United States Marine. If I want to go be a foreman, I can go do this. And I applied, I got the job. I spent the next decade plus with that company and continuing to just grow my skill set every day from working in the field to running, running the company practically at one point in time. And that led me to coming up with Nut Nest and what I'm doing now. And now I live in North Carolina. I love it. Okay. And before we started recording, I was tell I've never been to North Carolina, but I was telling Ron that for some reason, since I was a kid, I had it in my mind that North Carolina is the place where all your dreams come true. So I'm like, you live in North Carolina. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Um, but also first, first and foremost, thank you so much for your service in the Marine Corps. That is so appreciated. Thank you for that. And tell us, Kate, you started working in construction. Now, were you doing more residential commercial? Like what, what did you have a specialty in that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, on, I'm on the residential side of things. Okay. So, and we specialized in foundations, basements, crawl spaces, uh, pretty much the bottom half of the house is what we specialized in. Awesome. Okay. Very cool. So you spent this time doing construction and now you're in tech. 
through through Nutnest. So talk to us about what led you, and, and then of course we want to hear all about Nutnest and what it does, but tell us what led you into the tech space. Yeah, absolutely. So what how Nutnest was born was I was running operations and I, I would deal with escalated customers. And I was trying to figure out how do I not have escalated customers? You know, the, the age-old question everybody asks. And come to find out, I could link back over 93% of my escalated customers to a singular point of communication breakdown. And what, what I hear all the time is, hey, communication sucks or your communication is terrible. It was never like, you know, the crew or the project or the work we were doing. It all came down to the communication. And if you start diving deep into what customers feel about their interactions with contractors is most of the time it's all communication based is what bad reviews will, will be. And that led me down the road of, how do I solve this? And I would just be on the drawing board of what does this look like? How do I get better communication? One night, a light bulb went off. I got up out of bed, got on my computer, put out of this the, uh, uh, PowerPoint on what I thought it looked like. And it was a mobile app for homeowners to allow them to talk with their contractors. And then I spent the next two, two and a half years uh, beating down doors, trying to find like the right people. I'm just, I mean, I'm just a Marine with working in the construction industry. I'm not Silicon. I don't have Silicon Valley. I'm not from Silicon Valley. I don't have $10 million backing me. So most people look at me and they're like, well, okay, so it's a good idea. We understand that is a problem, but I, we don't think you're the guy to go, you know, do this. And I was like, well, you're wrong. Like I'm the perfect guy. Good for because you. Because because tech in the construction industry is built by big tech. And that's one of the big problems and why we have a problem with ad adoption. Because, yeah, it all sounds good, but it's not implementable out in the field because nobody that's designing it or building it's ever been out in the field actually having to use this stuff. So I just kept beating down the doors. And that's how I got in at the 10X Incubator with Grant Cardone, got introduced to Jared Yellen and Project 10K. And we co-founded this company. I finally got around the right people that saw my vision and saw my mission and they were ready to rock and roll. So that's how you go from marine to residential construction to tech founder uh, in about a 15-year range. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is fantastic. I uh, for, uh, There's a few things that I want to comment on that you said, first of all. Um, communication breakdowns. When So my other company that I have is, aside from my tech company, um, I have a consulting company for the beauty industry. It's called Spa Strong, where we help mm -hmm. spa owners and beauty professionals double the revenue in as little as 90 days. And so often our clients are, you know, they're dealing with customers who are unhappy and I don't know why people aren't rebooking and blah, 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 blah. And really always, I feel like every time there's a dissatisfied customer, it's because there's some kind of miscommunication, missed expectation. And so when you have a, a process for clear communication where there isn't any, well, you said, well, no, I didn't, you know, da, 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 da. like that helps keep your clients so much happier. So everybody can have clear expectations. Everybody's on the same page. Nobody feels like they're left in the dark. So I, I definitely see value in that 100%. Um, the other thing that I love that you said 
was you started breaking down doors and talking to a ton of people and they, you know, were like, oh no, you're not the right person for this. This isn't possible. So on and so forth. But then you continued until you found the right people. So did you ever feel while you were in this process before you found the 10X incubator and Grant and Jared and everything, did you ever think, well, maybe this just isn't, maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Maybe this isn't for me and I should just quit. I mean, absolutely. I still feel that daily. Like that's part of the part of the roller coaster and something that starts to become in, like ingrained in you. Sometimes I feel like I'm a trauma survivor and I know like there's not a real correlation, but where you, you, you have like these flashbacks to all these people that said no, or you're not the right person along the way, or just beat that down or said, no, this is, this is ridiculous. Or like you, you can, that stuff keeps resonating up and over and over again. And it's our job because I know I have a mission and it's my job to keep that at bay and continue on and continue to fight to grow this. Because if I don't, no one else will, because that's proven. We've been, you know, a hundred years of bad communication in the construction industry. And it's just looked at as, Hey, it's okay. It's the construction industry. No one else is going to go do this unless Ron Newsbaum does. And I have to continue on no matter the self-doubt that comes in or the questioning of myself, uh, because we do have a product and a solution that's meant for the market. It, it's built by the construction industry for the construction industry. I love it. Yeah. I think that when everybody is accepting the status quo, and everybody else is like, well, yeah, it's a problem. And yeah, we're not happy about it, but this is just the way that it is. You're like, okay, it, really? Everybody's just going to be okay with this? Like, no, I, you have to be willing to be the person to make the change. Like if you want things to be better, you've got to be the one to do it. And so I think that that's fantastic that you were just like, all right, well, I'm going to solve this problem. I don't know. I don't have tech um, what do you, what do you call it? tech experience or anything else? But you took it upon yourself. It became your mission. And I love that tenacity. Like that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at one point in time, I thought I was going to just going to teach myself coding and start doing this myself, uh -huh. but I was like, it's not the solution. That's not, I'm not that person. I'm not the person to build this. I'm the person to make sure that this goes out there to the people and we actually create change. And that's what led me to just keep making sure that I was reaching out to the next person. What, who's the next person that could change the environment here and could get us a foothold and would want to go do this. Absolutely. Okay. So tell us, tell us what Nutness does exactly, like how it works. I mean, I know the problem it's solving is lack of communication, but break it down for us, please. Yeah. So what we do is we allow a singular point of communication for cost for homeowners and contractors. So in a day, an age where we have emails, text message, phone calls, WhatsApp. I mean, I meet people that do business over Facebook and Instagram Messenger. You have Slack. You have all these different forms of communication. No one's on the same page. We allow the contractor and homeowner to be on the single on on the same page with a singular point of communication, being the Nutnest app. The homeowner downloads the app. We're completely web based for contractors, so they can use it on tablets, phones, desktops, laptops, whatever makes sense for them. And then where the magic happens, why I built this. 
is we have channels that direct that communication to the right people at that company every time. Because that sales rep or that contractor or builder that originally come out to that house, most of the questions that homeowner will have after that, they're not the right people. And you end up getting the same old response that the industry is so known for is, hey, sorry, I'm not the guy. And that's not what we want. We want to create one call solution. So when that customer is reaching out, we're making sure they're talking to that person that can answer a scheduling question, that can answer a project related question or timelines or any of that kind of stuff. So we're, we're not only creating a singular point of communication, we're also like air traffic control. We help direct that communication to the right person at that company every time. And this is how we help create lifelong customers that continue to come back, use that home service provider every time, and then refer them as well. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm literally, I'm thinking of, we have a ton of clients and I know this is more for residential at this point, but we have a ton of clients right now that are in commercial builds that are dealing with, I don't know what's happening with my plumbing. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where my contractor is. I have no idea. I have to push back my grand opening da, 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 because there is no regular communication. And then the other thing that I think is so important is how y'all are the air traffic control, so to speak, like you said, that the the question or the the person who needs to respond, the message will be, be sent directly to them. Because how often does it happen where maybe a client is talking to the contractor and they're like, you know, texting them or something. They're like, oh, I have a question about this. Da, 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 da. The contractor's like, all right, let me, let me forward that information. We'll get back to you. And then completely forgets because he's in the middle of something else. Or, you know, I mean, lines of communication get dropped all the time. And it sounds like this is a great solution to that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, as being in the industry, I'm just as guilty of it as everybody else, where you go to talk to that person, and then you stop and get a cup of coffee, you get in another conversation, and then something else comes up. And then all of a sudden, you drop the sticky note that that homeowner never hears back. And then that's the fi- that starts that fire. And in construction, stuff goes from zero to 100 really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can get escalated customers to where it becomes a major deal really quickly. And that can all be avoided if the right people were just talking to each other the first time and there wasn't a middleman. Okay. Uh, when I was when I was running operations, I would get phone calls all the time because people would go on the website and just assume I was the right person to talk to because of my role. But I wasn't. I was actually the farthest person from the right person because my my job was to help train, develop, put systems in place to continue growing the company, not necessarily to have my hands in every project that was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think that this is this is so good for our listeners to hear because sometimes we see people create something amazing, some solution to a problem. And we think, oh, they're making the world so much better and they're creating this, you know, more cohesive environment, whatever it may be. And we forget that oftentimes the reason we do what we do is because we were guilty of those problems. (laughs) Like I consult because of like, I don't want people to make the same mistakes I made and have the same problems I had. And you, I think that that takes, like, that's such a great level of accountability for you to say, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I have this problem. I don't want to be this way. So how can I solve it not only for me, but for everybody else? 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big look in the mirror guy. So, I mean, hold yourself accountable. And then, you know, that's what we have to do as an industry. In the construction industry, we have to look in the mirror. We have to hold ourselves accountable. Because, you know, what I hear a lot and one of my favorite, uh, not rejections, but kind of like, the, what people think is a, a, a stop, like, okay, I, I don't have a communication problem. Well, if it's the number one complaint from homeowners in the industry, chances are there's probably room for some improvement there. And we have to be willing to look at that and understand that, okay, I'm, I might not want to admit it, but we could be better. And what I want to do is I want to make us better as an industry and move the industry forward and hold ourselves accountable because it might be hard, but the end outcome is very, very fantastic. And it it creates an environment where we no longer have this and you don't have to worry about it anymore. And it creates efficiencies. You no longer, 35, here's an amazing stat that I've learned in this process. 35% of time on a job site is wasted. And most of that can be tracked back to communication problems. So guys sitting around a job site because the homeowner and the builder or the contractor, people are not on the same page, just wasting money, wasting time, not just for that contractor, but for the homeowner. Right. And we, we can solve that and create where those questions are answered before the crews are even get there, decrease those inefficiencies, add to that bottom line. And not only are we creating happy customers, we're creating a more profitable business. Yeah. I mean, think about like right now with all of the shortages and, you know, everything that's going on post pandemic, people are waiting more than a year to have their homes built. I mean, I know people are like, oh yeah, it's been two years. We're still just waiting. Like hopefully it'll get done soon. 35%. Imagine how much time and money everybody, and, and then not only the time and money that would be saved for the homeowner, but also for the contractors and their teams. If you're not wasting 35% of your time at this job site, then that's time freed up for you to go and get more jobs and for you to go and make more connections and be able to do more projects. So everybody wins if time is used more effectively and efficiently. Yeah. I mean, I like to say, what if Nut Nest made it so you don't you don't go to one one customer every week? Just one. Let's just say we change one project, one escalated customer every week. So 52 a year. Would it be worth the investment to have that happen? And we're just talking one. Like with chances all we're going to have a bigger impact than that. But Mm -hmm. Just one customer a week that's the you don't have to go out to their house because of a communication breakdown. That's a game changer. That, like you just said, frees you up to go quote more work, to go check in on other projects. Chances are, because you don't have to go to that one project that's an escalated customer, you now solve another breakdown somewhere else that leads to greater efficiencies for yourself. And you continue to grow. Things continue to get better. And every day you become more profitable. Your customers become happier and it becomes a better word. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. So what is, what's in the future for y'all? What are you working on now? What are you looking forward to with NutNest? 
Yeah. So we're just, I, my goal is to help 5 million people in the construction industry with communication. And I do that by doing podcasts like this, webinars, speaking at summits, live events, because I truly, it is a mission for me Mm -hmm. is to go do it. Not necessarily going to make up some of that, but it's not going to be everything. I really want to go out and just raise the bar. So we're going to just go out and dominate the residential industry. And also we're looking to move into commercial. Uh, I made some great connections in that industry. And it's a little bit different of a beast being that I wasn't from that word. And I built this for residential, but we're really close on a solution for that as well. So uh, we're just going to continue to grow and scale. And my goal is to go from something that a contractor is using as a a selling advantage, a differentiator. Hey, we use the NutNest platform to communicate and that's why customers do business with us to customers and homeowners asking their contractors, hey, are you on the NutNest platform? Because my roofer was out here He used it. It was a fantastic experience. I really want the guy that does my kitchen renovation to be on that platform as well. And that is what I foresee. And that is where we're headed. Love it. I think that is so fantastic. So tell us really quick before we wrap up, what is there anything in particular that you'd like to share with our audience that you either had to break out of, whether that's mindsets or limiting beliefs or something, in order to break into creating NutNest and taking it to market and everything like that? Absolutely. I, I'm a completely different person than I was a year ago or three years ago. You constantly have to be willing to continue to grow and change. Like doing podcasts like this right here, this 12 months ago, I would have told you there's absolutely no way. Like this is so far out of my comfort zone of things I like to do. And now I do them all the time and I go speak and I, and I, I enjoy it now because I understand it's part of the mission and it's what I have to do. So you continuously have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone and step into that new person and be that and just, you know, you're not going to be perfect the first time and you're probably not going to be perfect the hundredth time. I'm sure there's errors in what we've done here today on my behalf, but I'm doing it and I'm getting more comfortable with it. And that's what you have to continue to do. You have to, you have to break that old mold of what you were, because uh, it's like I tell Jared, is that what, this would be the biggest thing I've ever done, the biggest impact. And everything I did before wasn't enough to get to where I want to go now. So I better be prepared to do some crazy things and step in to the unimaginable stuff right now I can't even think about. I'm going to be ready to step in because I don't say no. I just say yes. When opportunity presents itself, you just say yes and you figure it out and you can't be afraid of that. I love that. That takes so much courage. And so many of us are not in the space. Like there's people probably listening to this that you're like, oh my gosh, there's no way that I would go on a podcast. There's no way that I would public speak. There's no way that I would put myself in this position where I could face rejection. Well, just find something that drives you enough, something that gives you enough purpose that you're willing to be uncomfortable and you're willing to get out of your comfort zone because what you're working toward is bigger than you. 
So I think that it's amazing how you have evolved, how you have chosen to grow because it's all a choice. We cho- we choose to show up every single day. We choose to push ourselves and take advantage of opportunities. So I'm so happy that you're here sharing this for our listeners to be able to hear and see firsthand like, okay, Ron showed up. He got on these podcasts, even though it made him nervous in the beginning and I'm going to start doing it too. Okay. Wonderful. Ron. So tell us really quickly, how can people learn from you? How can they get in touch with you? How can they learn more about NetNest and start using it? Yeah, 